following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. You can put your weed in there. Stone is cheese and cheese. Oh, check this out. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but you can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's Mike Greg here at Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh, man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Oh, fuck yeah. What is up, everyone? Stoner Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 39. We're live on April 29th, 2018 from the beautiful... Stoner Jesus Studio Complex. Welcome, everyone. I'm your host, Stoner Jesus. Of course, all information on the show can be found at stonerjesus.net, social media networks, all that shit. Past episodes, how you find all the live streams. Every Sunday night, we do a two-hour show. The first hour of the show is streamed live on Twitter and Periscope at StonerJesus420. As we're doing right now, hello, everyone. Second hour, we do right after the first hour. They flow that way from one hour to the next. It's an amazing thing. I didn't come up with it. Someone else came up with it. I just use it to great effect. If you want to see the video for the second hour, you got to be a patron on Patreon at patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Become a patron of the show, help support the show, and get the full two-hour show every week on video. If you want the audio, of course, it's all free. Stonerjesus.net, both hours of audio. Go check us out there. And again, if you want to check out the live stream, hello, everyone. You'll see you there. You're there. We're here. Every Sunday night at Stoner Jesus 420 on Twitter and on Periscope. A lot of shit going on tonight. Antichrist update, monkey selfie, bathtub Cheetos, an interview with uh, libertarian activist and writer Bryce Jackson, Bryce Jackson CVT, on the Twitter. Also, uh, the cry closet. We're going to get into Cosby, all kinds of shit about Cosby. Old Cosby bits that we did. As a matter of fact, hour two, you're going to get, a, of course, free on audio. Hour 2 of the Stern Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 39. But if you want the video and to see all the Cosby videos we have and hear the bits, the Cosby bits, most of Hour 2 is going to be Cosby. So let's a lot of Cosby. Will it be Cosby deep in you? I don't know. I don't want to say anything like that. That seems offensive. That seems like I get in trouble. If I say that we're just going to, we're going to force, we're going to force so much Cosby on you. Just, in a, I mean, you may, you may not even know it. You may feel like you're in like a drug state from so much Cosby being forced upon you. But the second hour, oh, it's, it's the Cosby Force Hour. That's, that's why I decided to name it. The Cosby Force Hour is hour two, but hour one is right now. Like I said, we got all kinds of shit coming up. I'm talking about some weird stories here in a minute. Nothing new from St. Peter, no voicemails, any of that. So it's a you know, free week. <laughs> it's, um, you know, and just having St. Peter. I know St. Peter's going to be here soon, and there's going to be problems, and I don't want, I don't want to get into all that. I don't want to have it all here, but for now, he's not here. No voicemails, no nothing, no input 
in this show whatsoever, except for the occasional, you know, odd bit that we'll throw in from yesteryear. Again, all kinds of shit going up. I'm at Stoner Jesus 420 on Twitter, as you know. All our social media networks are linked to StonerJesus.net. Again, the Antichrist update coming up in the next segment. If you don't know what the Antichrist update is, big news in the world of the Antichrist this week. We'll bring it all to you. And again, if you don't know what it is, oh man, this is important shit. This is really important shit. I know you think that Candy Crush or Pokemon Go or whatever the fuck you're playing, Angry Birds, on your iPhone or your iPad or your ePad or your O-Phone or your O-Ring, none of that is as important as the Antichrist, who it is, what they're up to, and what you need to do about it. I've been talking about this for like five fucking years now. Five fucking years about the Antichrist, and no one seems to care. Literally, no one seems to care at all. It's very, it's very disconcerting. It's very frustrating that no one seems to care about the Antichrist. That's fine, though. It's fine. We got our stuff to talk about as well. As I said, my interview with Bryce Jackson coming up towards the end of hour one. So let's get right into it. Some odd news. Let's watch. This is why you need the video because you watch me deftly change the graphic. Oh, so sweet, so sweet. <laughs> the graphics work is top notch, second to none. No one does graphics work better than me. You saw that. One disappeared and the other one came up. Oh, fuck. Fuck. I've got this shit perfected. I'm done. <laughs> I've perfected the art of video broadcasting. You heard me a minute ago say bathtub Cheetos. You're saying staring Jesus. What the fuck is bathtub Cheetos? Bam. There's bathtub Cheetos. Homeowner finds naked intruder in her bathtub eating Cheetos. A Louisiana woman is facing burglary charges after she allegedly broke into a home and had a snack in the bathtub. There she is right there. Don't you want to come home to that? Don't you want to come home and see that eating Cheetos in your bathtub? Uh, officers discovered Evelyn Washington, age 29. Wow. She's 29. Holy shit. You know, I read this story earlier this week and I thought, oh, that's interesting. Bathtub Cheetos. But I did not... I did not register that this story said that she was 29 years old while looking at that picture as I am right now. Holy shit. Holy shit. She's 29. That is, um, I mean, I guess you can't make too much fun of her. Well, you can, but she's probably, she's obviously had a rough life. I mean, holy shit. That's, that's 29. God damn. The victim in the case, <laughs> my whole fell train of thoughts derailed. <laughs> the realization in the middle of this show says she arrived home at around 5 p.m. Tuesday and saw an unknown woman, later identified as Washington, naked in her bathtub eating Cheetos. And they got to talking, and the one, the woman in the bathtub was like, hey, I'm 29. And the, the victim was like, what, bitch? You're what? 29, 29 what? Pesos? It's not years old. Washington told the victim an unknown man told her to break in. Officers located a broken window on the east side of the home with a tall ice chest under the windowsill. The bathtub was still full of water and a plate of food, including half-eaten Cheetos. The breakfast of crazy old-looking breaking broads sitting on the toilet seat next to the tub. That's where I enjoy my Cheetos. Near the toilet. That's where I enjoy all my food. As close to the toilet as possible. Both the suspect and the victim said they didn't know each other. 
and uh, Washington was booked on charges of simple burglary and simple criminal damage to property and simply looking way fucking older than she actually is. Wow. Wow. It's disconcerting. Lost all faith in humanity. <laughs> but I guess a rough life is something that leads you to do something like break into someone's house, run a bath for yourself, get nice and cozy with a bag of Cheetos and some other food, I guess, and, um, you know, just chill. Just chill. It's, it's good. Spanish woman looks more like Donald Trump than the Donald himself. It's from Huffington Post. Dot com. Uh, some stupid video about the chicken double. I hate the Huffington Post auto videos. Just I don't the your your two year old video that's kind of sort of related to the story I'm talking about is unwelcome. They say everyone has a twin, and for Donald Trump, that person may be a woman and rules Spain. Dolores Lace Antelo has lived with her husband on a farm in Calab- uh, Cabana de Berganinos for forty years. <laughs> Although she doesn't have a computer or a phone, Antonel Antello has achieved viral fame since she was photographed by journalist Paula Vasquez. Antello posed with a hoe in hand. <laughs> Insert your own hoe joke there. For an article about how farmers were adjusting to recent storms, Loris was going to a farm to pick some cabbage. Vasquez told the Spanish language publication Faro del Vigo. So I talked with her for a while while a girlfriend was taking pictures of her. I took the opportunity to take another photo. With my cell phone, Vasquez liked how the photo came out and posted it on Instagram, though she didn't notice Intello's resemblance to the leader of the free world. There she is, Donald J. Trump in the field of rule Spain. This is the level we're at here now. Some old woman in Spain kind of looks like Donald Trump. It was a big story. It's a big viral story. The, uh, the, the, the photo on Instagram was favored more than 8,000 8, times and retweeted 47 Hundred times, which is pretty good. Considering it's just a woman in a field holding a hoe, hoe holding, as we like to say. So far, the president hasn't tweeted about his doppelganger. But <laughs> that would be funny. I'll admit that would be funny if he did. But Vasquez told Faro de Vigo that Antelo is charmed to discover she looks like Trump. What's that mean? Charmed? Is that a reaction to something like that? I don't know. I don't know. Unknown. <laughs> stumped. Stumped at the end of that story. Holy shit. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 1, Verse 39. We are doing odd news. <laughs> now, the saga of the monkey selfie. If you don't know about the saga of the monkey selfie, what the fuck are you doing? Something stupid, like taking care of your kids, spending time with your family, and going to work and making a living. Fuck you! <laughs> Your dumb pastimes and dumb hobbies. We're talking monkey motherfucking selfie. Bitch, hit it! It turns out PETA was wrong about this picture. On Monday, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously decided that animals can't sue ninth, for copyright. What, what, what? Hold on. I gotta go back. The Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals? Is that that like a fucking stash house? Wrong about this picture. On Monday, the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously... 
the pills. Decided that animals can't sue for copyright. The ruling comes from a case involving a crested macaque, a photographer, and PETA. Back in 2011, British nature photographer David Slater purportedly discovered that a monkey had taken photos of itself with an unintended camera. Slater displayed the photos, eventually leading PETA to sue him on the monkey's behalf. The group argued that the copyright belonged to the animal. Slater and PETA eventually settled the case, but the court decided to rule on it anyway, maybe just to make a point. One judge went as far as to calling the case frivolous. And because we agree, we thought we'd leave the photo up for an obnoxiously long time. But tell us what you think about the ruling in the comments, and make sure you check out Raider Red's YouTube channel for more videos. I'm Amanda Mertz. Now, I'm not going to do any of that, but I will point out that the monkey is clearly black. He's black. He's very black. And I had a feeling. I have a feeling that if this was a honky monkey, you know, one of the classic red-breasted honky monkeys, he would have gotten the case. He would have won the case. Repeater would have won the case on his behalf. He would have got copyright, copyright fucking ownership of that dope-ass picture he took of himself with a camera. This is this is what Peter's up to. This is their thing. That's what they're doing. Peter suing on behalf of a monkey because he took a selfie, and then what were they going to do? What if they would have won? What if they would have won the case? The, they're going to build him a, like a dope pad where he is, you know, buying bananas. What the fuck are they going to do with that money? I know what they're going to do with that money. They're going to fucking keep it. They said they would pat themselves on the back and say, we did something great for this monkey, and uh, we got the money. Yay us. We're the best. We're the best. We're PETA. Coming up, Antichrist update. Like I said, it's very, it's very important. Now, sometimes I joke around and say things are important. They're not really important. But when I say this is important, I'm very fucking serious. This is seriously fucking important. <laughs> That's how you know that it's seriously fucking important. Because I just told you, motherfucker. Damn. Seriously fucking important. Oh, you see that graphic change? Bam. What the shit? I'm a professional broadcaster. You have no idea. <laughs> anyway, like I said, coming up, Antichrist update. After that, Bryce Jackson, interview with libertarian author, author and activist and writer. Bryce Jackson, Bryce Jackson CVT on Twitter. And of course, second hour will be Cosby Hour. We'll talk about the Cosby case. We'll play old Cosby bits. The second hour is going to be the Cosby Force Hour. We're going to force... So much Cosby onto you that it may seem like you're drugged from all the Cosby being forced on you. All that's coming up. Snare Jesus Show Live, Chapter 1, Verse 39, April 29th, 2018. We'll be back, hoes. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello everyone, Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome Stoner Jesus Show sponsor, Cannabis Seeds USA. Check out that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. Let me ask you a question. Do you live in a state where it's legal to grow? There's lots of them. There's dozens now, medical and recreational states. Do you need seeds? Do you need seeds shipped in the U.S.? Well, check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. They got indoor and outdoor seeds. They have tons of strains. They have hybrid they have sativa, they have indica, everything you need. OG Kush, Sour Diesel, Grape Ape, they got single seeds, they got packs. Click that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. If you live 
in a legal state and you need seeds shipped in the U.S., you need to check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Go click their banner on stonerjesus.net and check them out. Cannabis Seeds USA. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, Mondays on Demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis use isn't the only thing growing. So are we. Grow with us. CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Stern Jesus Show Live, Chapter 1, Verse 39. We're streaming Hour 1 live on Periscope and Twitter at Stern Jesus 420. Welcome to everyone watching and listening on there. We do it every Sunday night. Get all information on the show, past episodes, all the audio for free, both hours of audio for free, stonerjesus.net. Of course, if you want the... um. Whoops, I must play that too early. I must, I must shot my wad early on the Antichrist update. Got to calm down. Everybody's need, everybody needs to settle. Settle down for shit. <laughs> anyway, full two hours on video. Become a patron of the show. Patreon.com slash StonerJesus420. Now, those of you who may not know about the Antichrist... The Antichrist update. I guess it was like four or five years ago. I forget how long it's been now. Since I identified the Antichrist in utero before she was even born. That's right. The Antichrist is a female. Before she was even born, I identified the Antichrist for the past four or five years, however long it's been. The Antichrist Command Center, we have been tracking all the intelligence, all the information about the Antichrist, keeping tabs, building alliances, training armies, getting ready 
We have the stone squirrels from Canada. We have the stone rabbits uh, from the United States who are dangerous to humans because they have lost their fear of humans. And, uh, we Hopefully, we were, we were going to have some alliances early on or it kind of looked like maybe Taylor Swift was going to be allied, allied with us. That didn't happen. Then maybe, like, well, maybe Beyonce, maybe Beyonce would be allied with us. But these haven't panned out. I'm afraid, as foretold in the scriptures long ago, I will be left alone. Or whatever the scriptures say. There's another rapture in that shit. It's probably after the rapture, but before the anti You read. As foretold in the scriptures long ago, an antichrist with rise, an antichrist with which I would have to do battle for the kingdom of heaven. That's what I'm fucking talking about. That's what we're going to do. This is the rah-rah speech. <laughs> the antichrist update. But first, the antichrist, uh, I guess, theme song? I don't know. The thing we play before the Antichrist update. Around the same time, she had fell in love with him. I kiss you she knew I was eventually going to ask her to marry me. I just had to get that ring right. When I came back from the hospital, the first thing I did was go look at my vag in the mirror. Yeah. Anyway, there it is. Whenever I do anything, the first thing I do when I get home is go and check my vag in the mirror. Because if your vag, not, your vag ain't looking good, then you're not feeling right. You're not feeling tight. You're not feeling ready to go out. You're not feeling ready to do anything. If the vag isn't on point, you're not ready to do anything. So that's the first thing I do. So make sure vag, got that vag together. Now, of course, the Antichrist... Without further ado, is none other than Little Northwest, a.k.a. Kimye Jr., a.k.a. the demon spawn of Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Northwest, the Antichrist. Don't let the looks fool you. Don't let the little cute, little, little, little facade she puts on. Her and her family are the Antichrist. Now, a lot of news on that front this week. Obviously, Kanye has a new project coming out, so he started tweeting and pissing people off and saying he loves... Trump and showed his uh his MAGA hat. Let's cut to the video. Bam, just like that. Amazing fucking graphic work. Stories from ABC11.com, although the story is everywhere. Oh, Yeezus, Trump and Kanye West trade Twitter love, Twitter love. Kanye tweeted out his MAGA hat was signed with a bunch of fire emojis. Many, many upon many fire emojis. And, of course, the signed hat. Uh... Donald J. Trump liked that. He said, thank you, Kanye. Very cool exclamation point. Now, what you may be thinking is, you know, well, Stern Jesus, what does that have to do with the Antichrist? Well, Kanye is the father of the Antichrist. Obviously, he's trying to build a very powerful alliance with the President of the United States in order to thwart my ambitions and to claim the kingdom of heaven and the throne for the Antichrist, little Kimye Jr., a.k.a. Northwest. And her little siblings, of course, uh, St. West, a.k.a. Fredo, and Chicago West, who I haven't got a nickname yet for Chicago West. Sonny, I don't know. I'm running out of Godfather references. I have to move on to another movie to steal from. So that's obviously what Kanye's doing. You know, he's tweeting out about, you know, free thinking, which is great. Like, he's trying to law me into, like, a, a false sense of uh, security. Like, he's this freedom-loving person instead of the father of the Antichrist. 
Kanye said, you don't have to agree with Trump, but the mob can't make me not love him. We both, we are both dragon energy. Another clue, another intelligence clue about the coming battle. They will have access to some sort of dragon energy. <laughs> Kanye. Kanye continued. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have the right to independent thought. Of course, you know, all joking aside is what I, I agree with that as well. And there again is his MAGA hat signed by Trump. And that'd be worth a lot of money. Kanye West, Make America Great Again hat signed by Donald Trump. No idea. Of course, the ever-present fire emojis. I don't use nearly enough... Of, I was going to say I don't use nearly enough fire emojis. I don't use nearly enough emojis at all in my tweets. I think I'm, I'm losing something. So anyway, I don't know what Kanye's up to other than selling his, his album or whatever he's got coming up. I forget. I guess it's an album. I don't know. Selling that, but, but also building alliances. Alliances that can be very dangerous to someone like myself in the battle against the Antichrist. I need I need an alliance. Like I said Taylor Swift, Beyonce, whoever, someone at the le- that level. Anyway, West uh, tweeted out later. He said, "My wife just called me and she wanted me to make this clear to everyone. I don't agree with everything Trump does. I don't agree with one hundred percent with anyone, but myself." And then uh, he pissed even he pissed the other side off. He went back to pissing off conservatives last night. I guess it was he tweeted out uh, a tweet of Emma Gonzalez, the little bald headed uh, chick from the the uh, Parkland shooting thing that happened in Florida uh, who basically just as you parrots, you know, stupid bullshit. You ban all the guns and that makes the problem go away, which is fucking asinine, but, you know, everybody pretends that she's some sort of oracle of wisdom. It's like a little douchebag David Hogg. So anyway, he he tweeted out, Kanye West tweeted out that uh, he said, my hero, Emma Gonzalez. I don't know what she's done that's, that's heroic. She read some speeches that some adults wrote for her and pair some things that adults told her to say, and that she may or not believe herself. May or may not believe herself. It really doesn't matter. That's his hero. And then she tweeted out her hero is the J- James Shaw, the guy who uh, saved the people at the Waffle House, which I actually agree much more with. That guy is a hero. You tackle someone with a gun, and you have no gun, and you've prevented other people from getting killed. That is a hero. Which is weird. I don't think she's a hero, but I agree with her pick. For a hero. It's all very confusing. I'm trying to keep track of all of it. I don't have much help here at the Antichrist um, Command Center. <laughs> it's not. We have a lot of help. We have a big budget. Imagine. Imagine that. Not a very big budget for what we got going on here. It's, it's a shame. <laughs> anyway, that's the Antichrist update. This is very important information. Will they align with Trump? Those are the forces I have to, to, to go against with fucking stone squirrels and stone bunnies? I'll tell you, it's not looking good for our hero in the story. Stare Jesus Show, chapter 1, verse 39. The live stream continues on Twitter and on Periscope every Sunday night at Stare Jesus 420. Of course, hour 2 will be Cosby Force Hour. Bunch of stuff about the Cosby case. Bill Cosby, that is. And some old bits we did about Bill Cosby and all this with St. Peter. That's all coming up in the second hour. The only way to get the video for the second hour is to become a patron on Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Jesus 
420. Coming up after this break, I have my interview that I did earlier this week with Bryce Jackson. He's a libertarian activist and writer. We talked about weed, Trump, Kanye, writing, libertarianism, uh, Austin Peterson, just all kinds of shit. All that's coming up. My interview with Bryce Jackson, writer and activist on the libertarian spectrum of things. Every once in a while, I like to get you know some, some libertarian politics injected into this, some things you maybe you want to think about, maybe look at an issue a different way. However, you want to think about it, that is what we're doing. So that interview's coming up. Bryce Jackson, CVT on Twitter, if you want to uh, check that out. And, of course, for more information on the show, stonerjesus.net is where you want to go. Past, uh, like I said, past issue uh, issues, past episodes, our sponsor banners, all that stuff. Uh, the Stoner Bible's on there, Twitter Stoner Hall of Fame. All kinds of stuff goes down at stonerjesus.net. All of our social media is linked on there. At least all the important social media accounts are linked on there as well. So go check it out. Share with your homies and your hoes and your friends and your, you know, just everybody. Share, just screaming at people. I've often advocated for screaming at people on the streets. Find them, scream at them, stonerjesus.net. Maybe that will be enough for them to be like, whoa, whoa, that's crazy. I'm going to go check that out. And they should. They should definitely go check that out. <laughs> Stern Jesus here, chapter one, verse 39. My interview with Bryce Jackson coming up. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com. They got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods. Everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to Hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can and hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do, that's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to. <laughs> See if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere, but uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, NextBardo.com. Check out that headshot banner on StonerJesus.net. They don't have just glass; they have a full line of smoking products, including wood pipes, metal pipes. Roll your own supplies, pouches, storage, grinders, dab rigs, water pipes, vaporizers, and more. An amazing variety. Check out nextbardo.com. That's N-E-X-T-B-A-R-D-O.com. Or simply click their banner on stonerjesus.net to check them out. There's free shipping on all domestic orders over $20. And free shipping and a free gift with orders over $50. They offer worldwide shipping. Make sure you use discount code stonerjesus. That's all one word, stonerjesus.com. 
to get 10% off your first order at nextbardo.com. 21 and older, please. Click that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use discount code stonerjesus. Stonerjesus, all one word, and get 10% off your first order at nextbardo. Check them out. Another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Tommy Chong is ready to cut through the smoke and change the tone of Tilk Radio. All you have to do is decriminalize. We don't need a government regulation to tell us this is good pot, that's bad pot. We don't need any of that. The Tommy Chong Podcast, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome to my world. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show. On Skype, we have Bryce Jackson from LibertarianVindicator.com. Bryce Jackson, CVT. On the Twitter, Bryce, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, obviously, people, uh, most people that I've come into contact with are libertarians. They've come into it from a different part of the political spectrum. Few people are, you know, brought up in libertarianism or, or whatever it is. Uh, does that describe you, or you did you start when you were younger on on a different part of the spectrum? And then move into libertarianism, or is it always something that you've kind of felt? Well, I mean, I've always been a – everyone considers himself a free thinker. I, I'm sure Karl Marx thought he was a free thinker, <laughs> um, just like every writer thinks they're the best writer, um, myself included. Absolutely. Um, 
<laughs> so, uh, um, I, I did come in from a different uh, side, and I came in from the left, which is uh, not normally where you would find an American coming into libertarianism from, but it's not unheard of. Um, Thomas Sowell uh, was a full-fledged Marxist. Yeah. Um, and um, I've heard Eric July say that he was a leftist at one point in his life, um, and he's now as ardent and anarcho-capitalist <laughs> as, as you can get. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've always questioned everything. I, my philosophy has always been ask why until you can't ask it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I started. Um, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I came from. I guess it would be described as the right. I was, uh, if you can imagine, a twelve-year-old Rush Limbaugh listener who is uh, lecturing you about your politics. Uh, that was me at one point. I was a big, you know, W. Bush supporter and and all that. I was a neocon basically. And um, the way that the uh, the course of the Iraq War really uh, brought me, you know further into libertarianism, you know, I discovered Ron Paul, like I think through MySpace in like 2007. And, uh, I just realized that that was a lot of the stuff that I thought in the war shit, you know, I, I saw what was happening in Iraq and it just, you know, I was one of those America, you know, go, 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 you know, we're bringing freedom and democracy to the region and, and all that crap. And obviously it's not gone that way, but, um, it's always interesting to hear how people come to libertarianism. Cause like I said, unfortunately, very few people were brought up there, they they start with a base of, you know, liberal, conservative, you know, the kind of like tight little labeling that, uh, that a lot of people are inv um, involved in. But uh, that's not the reason I like having people like libertarians, especially who are involved in politics and activism on the show. Because mostly we do comedy and weed shit here, of course. But uh, I like to, to get people to think about things in other ways because it's so easy on you know social media and online to to get locked in your little echo chamber and, and never get loose. Um, you write for libertarianvindicator.com. What's some of the stuff that you cover over there? Um, well, uh, I tend to be the guy that is um, – I cover culture. I generally do it from a opinion-based standpoint. I, I don't feign objective journalism at all. <laughs> um, I'm a, my, my number one influence in writing was Hunter S. Thompson – who believed that objective journalism was a myth anyway, and it was not even worth trying. Um, yeah. Just don't bother. And I think in today's culture, we can actually see that maybe Thompson was right. Um, the more people even attempt to be objective, the more it just becomes blatantly obvious they're not. Yeah. yeah I mean, you can, you, can, you, you can name anyone, Fox, CNN, fake news, this news, that news. It's a business. I, I used I started as a television producer in Barrie, Vermont, for Central Vermont Television, and yeah, it, it's a business. That that's what it is. And if what you're peddling is getting the advertisers, they're going to continue peddling it. So maybe we should just stop, you know, with the airs and just admit we're all biased. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people spend a lot of time with the uh, their persona and what they, you know what they build up and a lot of people seem to not realize or seem to forget that, you know, our perceptions color everything we do. And there's really no getting around that. And the sooner you accept it, the sooner you're, you know, you can be honest with people and transparent with people. Uh, speaking of personas, uh, obviously Donald Trump has been president for a little over a year now. What are your uh, impressions? Like your, your major impressions 
of him over the first, you know, 15 or 16 months or whatever it's been? Um, I'll be the first to admit I might have been a little trollish at first uh, with <laughs> some of his supporters um, for no- nothing other than my own entertainment. Um, <laughs> just, just hitting just, just hitting them with facts, namely on economics. Yeah. which says a lot i am not an economist if you read my work you will see i usually only skim over what i can find for economics online uh basically comparing you know like how subsidies work or how they don't work yeah. <laughs> um i'm not that guy uh, i will say this much i think i know more about economics than donald trump does yeah. but at the same time we are now sitting in the world where the Korean War is over. It's true. And no other president did that. Now, I don't agree with everything he did to get us there. Um, being the whole, you know, ooh, look at my muscles. Ah. <laughs> um, I, I think we could have been less abrasive. But at press time, if it means peace in the Korean Peninsula, um, hopefully more resources for the North Korean people, um, you know what? I'm going to chalk it up as a win for everyone, and I'll, I'll give Trump a quick pat on the back before I go right back to opposing what I'll always oppose, which is anything that grows government, anything that takes from the taxpayer to fund something that could be privately funded, which at press time, I'm in firm belief most things could be privately funded, probably yeah. more efficient. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so... I said this a couple weeks ago on the show, too. Trump strikes me as someone of, obviously, of extremes. He has some extreme strengths that has got him to where he is against pretty much what everybody thought was going to happen. And obviously, he has many extreme flaws that creep up on a daily basis, usually on Twitter. Um, Do you think, looking into the future, you think Trump is an anomaly and we're going to go back to, you know, the plain old run-of-the-mill politicians that we've always had? Or is this something that's going to start, that's opened up the floodgates for just all manner of, you know, celebrity and, and whoever else getting involved in government and trying to make policy. Well, I mean, what we're seeing from Kanye, by the way, I keep looking back at my dog. That's, oh, that's fine. To think <laughs> um, Kanye West and what's been going on there, uh, just a prime example that first off, American conservatism is changing entirely. And what the very definition of it is, is going to be very different from what it's been classically. And I think that's part of the leftist meltdown right now, just to sidetrack for a quick sec. I think it's that they've held on so long to the talking points of the Republicans are racist, the Republicans are uh, homophobic. And now we see a shift coming in the form of uh, conservatives like Charlie Kirk and Ben Shapiro, who are not so big on the social stuff that the leftists have basically clung to as their, hey, look at us, we're better. Um, And that's really changing it because you see they're still using that argument, but it's not going over the same as it did 10 or 15 years ago. Yes, we're having people melt down, but more and more people I talk to, they now see the a Democratic Party for what it is, which is a party of broken promises and uh, 
do I say BS or am I am I allowed? Oh, to you say can cuss. No, we're uncensored. Okay, yeah, let's do the bullshit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I I think in my lifetime, unless I die sometime soon, um, I think we will see the end of the Democratic Party and hopefully replaced with the Libertarian Party. If the Libertarian Party is now considered the new leftist party, I'll be tickled pink. <laughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, it's yeah, it's easy to see that you're, this is definitely a, a shift. I mean, people, I think people could see it before 2016 that things were shifting. But if anything really, really brought it home is the fact that Donald Trump's president of the United States, which is uh, yeah. still seems like a weird thing to say. I mean, you know, we all grew up with this dude and all the weird shit he does and his weird hair and flying off the handle. And but now he's in the White House and he's pretty much that guy. He's the same guy. He's going on Twitter, going off and, you know. But didn't we see it coming before this? I mean, we had Jesse Ventura become the governor of uh, Minnesota. Mm -hmm. um, we had Arnold Schwarzenegger become the governor of California. That was a huge surprise. And by the way, I wish we could change some of the Constitution because I think Schwarzenegger would actually make a pretty damn good president. Yeah. <laughs> My own personal opinion. Um, I think he did a lot for California. And uh, I think he's a... a He's one of those newer Republicans that actually does want to shift the Republican Party more to I don't I don't think he's a libertarian by any means. Uh, yeah. If anything, he's more of a moderate centrist. But I'm not against allying with people like that. I'm not against allying with anybody. If me and Bernie Sanders agree on one issue, I'll I'll ally with Bernie Sanders for one issue. I'll go right back to telling him that his economics are shit, but <laughs> Something tells me that if he's read my work, uh, he probably already knows how I feel. <laughs> That's a good segue, actually. Speaking of one of the very few issues I agree with Bernie Sanders on is the war on drugs and uh, marijuana legalization. What's your thoughts on, especially, I don't know how much you follow marijuana legalization and all that, but what's gone on the last five years? you have any thoughts on that? Um, well, I live in Vermont, so I hope that answers your question right there as to how <laughs> I feel about weed. Um if that doesn't answer your question, as soon as I got done uh, mucking my yard and doing my chores this morning, I roasted a big fat bowl because it's my day off. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we, we shouldn't be making anything illegal as far as what we want to put in our body. Yeah. That goes right up there with if you're an adult and you want to eat a Tide Pod, have at it, bro. I mean... I don't think you're going to like how it turns out, but <laughs> I, I'm not your mama, so Man. I don't care. Um, I just, every time I see these well-intentioned restrictions that come into play, I always see another person stomping their feet saying, how dare you tell me what to do? And it's why I always shoot down these ideas of, oh, look how things go in Norway. Look how things go in Australia. We're not Norway or Australia. We're the United States of America. And in the United States of America, when you tell someone they can't do something, they flip the fuck out. Yep. Um, you, someone in Norway hears from the local magistrate or whatever their hierarchy. I don't know much about uh, Norse. <laughs> Norse, is that, the, is that the word? I think so. Um, yeah. I don't know much about their system, so... <laughs> um, yeah, if you tell a Norseman 
Look, we're talking about Vikings now. Anyway, so I was going to say, I think it may be a Viking term, but it's, it's close enough. Norway peoples. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> if you tell them you can't have this, they just kind of go, all right. Um, and, there's, and, and that even happens with the left here in America. Once you tell them they can't do something, they flip out the same as a conservative would. Mm-hmm. So it's just funny when either one of those sides then wants to restrict people. Um, which, I mean, it, and it's certainly an equal thing. It's just right now the left is being much more vocal and much more uh, upfront about it. Um, no. That's not meant to sound like a compliment that they're being upfront about <laughs> wanting to steal people's money. Just want to clarify that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nothing but a weird thing. And obviously, you know, I mean, I've said this many times before, legalization is, is far superior to prohibition. But the fact that the government made this illegal, made marijuana illegal, and now we're in the position of basically having to, like, one inch at a time get back rights that shouldn't have been taken in the first place. I've said a million times, many other people have, if, no, if you're not infringing on the rights of anyone, you're not committing a crime. You're doing nothing wrong. Um, and, and we're now in the position of, you know, well, give us a little bit of our freedom back, please. You know, maybe tax it at 20, 30, 50 percent. Have many regular restrictions when the stores can be open, how much people can buy all this other stuff, and we're all going to basically in the end settle for that when it should be much more, but we have to compare it to prohibition, which sucked, and we have to basically settle for the fact that the government gave it back, gave us back a little bit of freedom when it comes to marijuana, and uh, that's going to be good enough. But it's it's not good enough for me, and I know that it's never going to be good enough for me, and it's really a, it's definitely a frustrating part about legalization with all the good that's that's coming about. Well, I, and I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and actually, that's one thing I like about the way Vermont has legalized it is um, it, I don't fully like it because we didn't legalize sale. We only yeah. legalized possession and growing um, and consumption. Um, although there is a nifty idea how to get around that, uh, the sale thing, and I'll we'll get into that in just a second. Um but basically, this is the closest thing to a free market approach to legalization that we've seen in this country so far. And the fact that it was passed by our legislature, which I also have kind of iffy thoughts on. Um, I, I mean, I guess, it's, I, I guess it's better than a voter referendum, but only in the classical liberal versus ANCAP sense of looking at it. Because the way I describe myself is... I'm a theoretical Rothbardian and a pragmatic classical liberal. The first one refers to my overall beliefs. The second one refers to how I vote. Um, I currently recognize that right now I have to operate in a system where I have to vote, which could be seen as force. So, yeah. um, and we and we do have to vote. Um, it, it's stupid not to. Once we've reduced the government down to like 25% of what it once was, then we can argue about, you know, classical liberalism and anarcho-capitalism and minarchism and all that stuff. Right now, we should just be all allies, whether you're with LP or the Republican Liberty Party. But anyway, so back to legalization. Um, I'm really excited to see what Vermont's going to do and and just see how it goes here. Um, And as far as being able to sell it and not get put in jail... Because that's obviously the goal. Yeah. Um, someone as someone who's been to jail before, it's not fun. Um, 
the way we could do it, and the idea that's been proposed, is to do a gifting system. Like, oh, I'm gifting you this slice of weed. Oh, you're gifting me 50 bucks? How wonderful. (laughs) Um, But as, as someone, just to end this, as someone who's grown up in an agricultural state, I already have enough qualms with the agriculture subsidy, which I actually just wrote a really great piece on uh, Austin Peterson and uh, Claire McCaskill and her approach to agriculture in Missouri versus his. Um, And uh, he actually shared it on social media, which was good because I've also been critical of Austin before. (laughs) And so I don't always get the love from him that I I would prefer. Um, Yeah, I actually wrote for the Libertarian Republic for a little while, probably almost a year. I wrote articles for them. Huh. I sent them a, I sent them a resume and never heard back. So <laughs> uh, they've gone through, through some uh, editorial changes, especially over the last couple of years. It was back when, uh, oh, Keith... I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not, I'm not oh, talking shit. Yeah. It was, um, yeah. A couple of years ago when, uh, obviously, you know, they just do it for like, you know, like the clicks or whatever, but it was good exposure. And, you know, Austin's, yeah. uh, Austin's an interesting guy. He's, uh, and what he's doing in Missouri is, is pretty interesting. He's definitely, adept at getting his name in the news and getting his getting to say what he wants to say in front of people you know with the whole the machine gun giveaway got him got him a lot and or the machine gun should be legal thing the uh, ar-15 giveaway he's a marketing guru genius um (laughs) i i've got nothing but respect for the guy My, my only real criticisms have been when he uh cozies up too close to trump because i don't want I don't want him to get the wrong idea that his base of power will ever come from the MAGA base, the MAGA yeah. movement. His his base of power, where he has always drawn the most influence from, has been the people that, one, want to see a change in the Libertarian Party, and that's me too, um, and a change that's not necessarily anarchist and not necessarily pragmatist. Um, but something that effectively implements real libertarian policies into working government in the here and now. And I think that's something that Austin is uh, very concerned with. And I just, I saw a brief period where he was really, really kissing up to Trump and the MAGA movement. And I called him on it. And uh, I can safely say it was one of my least successful articles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bryce, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Before we let you go, uh, where can people find your writing? Where can they find you online, social media, all that stuff? Um, well, the thing on the screen right here, that's that's uh, my Twitter. Um, and if you type it into Facebook, it would take you to my personal account. I'm no longer taking friend requests from strangers on my personal account because it's gotten weird. <laughs> um, not always in the bad way. I, I've actually... Uh, I've learned that there's some uh, really interesting, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, libertarian groupies. Um, and I certainly do. I do love a pretty woman, but uh, (laughs) yeah, there, there's just been some others that have been weird. So I've deleted them and others I've kept and they've been great. But, uh, so if you want to find me on Facebook, you'd find me at, uh, Bryce Jackson blog. Uh, that's my public page. And uh, you'll find all my, I did have my own personal blog that had my non-political writing, but I took it down because uh, 
when I first decided to become a writer, I hadn't done it in years. I basically spent the last 10 years being a blue collar worker, coming home and getting drunk every day. And I only did it because I just knew I wanted to do something different with my life. And I was watching Californication drunk, wasted. <laughs> and I was like, good God, this guy's got a good job. Oh, he does write words, get drunk. I wonder if I could do that. <laughs> Turns out I can. <laughs> so uh, there you go. now I'm working on uh, doing that. I'm, I'm trying to now get published with like the big named ones. Uh, I sent something into Reason recently. I, I don't expect my first submission to get published. I, I know I'll probably work at that for a while. Um, I want to get published in High Times. I want to get published in Rolling Stone. Um, yeah, so just type in Bryce Jackson Libertarian or Bryce Jackson Writer into Google, and you should see a pretty decent cross-section of my stuff. Um, I've had some stuff on the Daily Liberator. Uh, I had one article through some college blog called the Free Mind Media. Um, God, I, I just don't want to forget anyone. I was recently on Sarcasm and Liberty's uh, live stream podcast. So, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to be as everywhere as I can just to spread a, a message of uh, pragmatic, responsible libertarianism that um, acknowledges that we sometimes have to compromise, but that compromise can never be a step backwards. And I stole yeah. that from T.J. Eckert, just so we're clear. I, <laughs> that I, I don't, I, I don't want TJ to see this and then think that I'm passing it off as originality. He said that to me, and it was brilliant, so I'm giving him full credit. Awesome. Bryce Jackson, thanks for being on the show, ma'am. Thank you. All right, have a good one. You too. Bryce Jackson, Bryce Jackson, CVT on Twitter. following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is a Stoner Jesus Show investigative report. So... We were supposed to do this investigative report for our spring break shows, for one of our spring break shows, and Peter was supposed to investigate getting laid during spring break. I knew that this sounded stupid to begin with. So anyway, I'm walking through the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex, and I'm looking for Peter, and I'm wondering, I want to at least hear his ideas, see if there's anything there that we can do something with. And then one of the interns stopped me and told me that they'd seen Peter going down into his basement 
into the basement of the Stoner Jesus Studio Complex where he lives with a female. Now, I knew immediately that this was bad news. This was really, really bad news. I, I, I sprinted. I sprinted to the, to the basement and down the steps, the rickety old steps, only to find Peter crouched in the middle of the basement floor next to a clearly unconscious female. Now, luckily, I just had to have my—I happen to have my, my my recorder with me, my video camera. But I—we can't—we can't let out the, the video of this. But I do have the audio, and it was—it's—it's it's just as, as disturbing, I think, as the video. Peter. Peter, Peter, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Jesus, what are you doing? Uh, what, what, what's going on? What are what's you doing? What oh, are you doing? You should be taping this, Jesus. Why is that girl uh, unconscious? Who is that girl? Uh, no, no. Who is that girl? Have you, no, no, have you no, done something nothing, to that girl? There's nothing nefarious going on here, Jesus. I don't, are, are you kidding me? I don't think you should be taping it. You know. Uh, Why not? Nonetheless, I don't think there should be some kind what of... Going on here? Have you, what is going on here? What's going on here? What is going on here? Have you done something to this girl? Have you done something to this girl? There's not anything illegal going on. This woman, she fell... She and, uh, fell. You know, I think she might have bumped her head, so now she somehow became unconscious. Really? You have I no know, idea. Uh, through what means uh, it actually happened. Right. You didn't roofie her or no. nothing. You didn't give her any no, roofies. No, 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 I did not. Uh, I did not roofie her. I oh, did not come on. Her. Uh, Jesus, she has happened to be like this come when on. I came down here. Dude, and, you, that's, uh, that's, that's bullshit. Well, you just said that yeah, you yeah, just she said. Fell. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, you just said she fell. What the, What are you talking look, about, Peter? Look, Jesus. Peter, I'm, okay. i got to save this okay, girl. What, okay, what the hell? Okay, you're going to come clean. What the I'll fuck are you doing here? Yes. Yes, she has uh, many, many roofies going through her system. Oh, my God. And, uh, you, oh, you can't. You can't I do that. Found you can't do the that, key. Peter. I found the key, Jesus. The key to what? You wanted to do the investigative report on getting laid. You, uh, you want to break. You wanted to do yeah. that report. That was your idea. Well, you know. Don't you know, pin that on me. I found out the answer, and the answer is yes. So if you would just now, you know, uh... You know, no. Scray no. Out of uh, out of the Acemit Bay. Peter. And, uh, you know, I can get my, first of all. I can back get my up. swerve on. No. You know what I'm saying? Back get up. Late during spring break, it's awesome. Shut you know, up, Peter. Shut up. I'm back up. Or I'm going to no, punch you. No, Jesus, it's not. Uh, back up. Or I'm going to no. punch you. This is bullshit. This is this is bullshit. Get the back. Get, get the fuck back. Get the fuck back. I will hit you. Don't hit me, Jesus. I will hit you. I'm going to get this girl out of here. I got to save this girl. Jesus saves. No, no, don't wake her up. Jesus saves. Where? Come on. Come, come on, honey. On, come on, you gotta get up. Come you on, gotta Jesus, get up. You you're safe now. You say you're safe. I will hit you, Peter. I will fucking hit you. Oh, this is kind of cool. Stoner. You can put your weed in there. Stoner, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, check this out. Oh yeah, that's beautiful. A lot of people don't realize this, but. You can put your weed in there. This is the Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. It's Mike Greg here, Poontang. If I can use a medical term. Man, oh man. You're gay. There's no facts in, in the church. Oh, yeah. Holy crap. Don't try to debate me on something. Motherfucker, I can't do many things well, but words are my shit. Yes, indeedy, words are my shit, as you can tell by my use of the word. Indeedy. Welcome, everyone. Stoner Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 39. I am your host, Stoner Jesus. This is Hour 2. 
Hour 2 of Chapter 1, Verse 39. If you missed Hour 1 of the show, a lot of great shit happened. Go check out stonerjesus.net. Find Chapter 1, Verse 39, Hour 1, which is free, audio version, video version as well. Just go to the Stoner Jesus Show live page. You can find all of the videos. We stream. We stream Hour 1 for free every night, every Sunday night, at stonerjesus420 on Twitter and on Periscope. Go follow us on there. Give the hearts, all that shit. If you want the full two-hour video of the show, the only way to get the second hour on video in full is at patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Become a patron of the show. There. Five bucks a month to get all the video versions of the show, all the chapter and verse versions, uh, episodes. Full two-hour video we do every Sunday night. Only way to get hour two is, as I said, patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. Help support the show, get the videos, all kinds of great shit on there. Go check it out. Of course, that, our social media, everything is linked at stonerjesus.net. Past episodes, all of that, stonerjesus.net. Now, as promised, in the first hour, we previewed the second hour, as we always preview the show. I told you, in the second hour of the Stoner Jesus Show, chapter 1, verse 39, you're going to have so much Cosby forced onto you and into you that you'll feel like you've been drugged. Calling it, of course, the Cosby Force Hour, hour two of the show tonight. We're going to talk about the Cosby case here in the first segment. And then we'll do a little detour. We'll talk about something else. And then we'll come back and finish hour two with a couple bits we did back when all this Cosby shit first came out. Uh, we had a little fun with it with St. Peter. So I'll play those bits to round out the show. But first, but first, to kick off the Cosby Force Hour, I wish I, I, I would play the Cosby theme song, but I'm afraid that, you know, I've got some copyright issues. And I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that, that jazz. Give me hassles. Don't hassle me. I don't get hassled by the man. Well, the Cosby Force Hour. You may know uh, Bill Cosby was accused of. of forcing himself, drugging, and, and, and sexually assaulting many women. Big verdict. Just this week, he was found guilty on three counts. we got a few videos to check out, so let's check them out. But I looked at that jury. There's this one young black man on that jury who I looked upon as my son, and I know the disappointment that he felt in looking at a beloved black male iconic father figure and being, being able to yet render a guilty verdict. The justice system is finally listening. People are believing. They're, they're, they're standing behind us. And women are saying no more. If you're not watching the video of this, first of all, you should be. Patreon.com slash TurnerJesus420. Get the full show on video. But this video right here is from the Washington Post. But of course, you're just listening to the audio. We're just getting the audio. You're going to miss a lot. I'm telling you. Patreon.com says Jesus 420 We're done with this. Cosby listened to that decision with a very grim look on his face. You have to understand that he is an 80-year-old man who has demonstrated remarkable stamina throughout this whole legal drama. But his face to me... There's having, a, there's a uh, drug sexual assault joke in there somewhere. Great stamina. Maybe not. Watched him for almost three weeks of trial now looked weary his eyelids looked heavy and he looked like a man who was expecting to get the news that he got a decision in a court of law 
Yeah, because he, he knows he did it. That's the that's the point. He knows he did it. He knows he's very old. He'll fa- he'll talk about some illness or something. He'll he'll never see a day in jail. He'll be dead long before he, he sets foot behind bars. That will change forever the perception of someone who was once one of America's most admired men, or once a person who was looked up. I can't remember the Cosby theme song. I was going to hum it, try to hum it under it, but I'm, that's, that's the old Tonight Show theme song. What was the hum- The Cosby song. Jello pudding pops. Two by a generation of African Americans. I used to do a really dope Bill Cosby impression. I wonder where it went. Where it went. I don't know. Who saw his portrayal of a upper middle class doctor. He was like my dad. If my dad was a black doctor, Dr. Cosby, or Dr. Huxtable rather, was my dad. On the Cosby show as an inspiration and a message to the rest of America about what African-Americans in this country could achieve. Many of the 33 accusers of Bill Cosby, whom I represent, began to speak out long before the hashtag Me Too. I have always asked... You're not going to be a bitch about it. How many women will it take to speak out before one woman is believed against the denial of a rich, powerful, famous man? This is a tremendous shift in rape culture. I mean, now women, knowing that 2% of rapists, only 2% of rapists see the inside of a prison cell, and the odds are much lower for a celebrity, let alone a celebrity who is a beloved icon, to know that even under those circumstances, that the jury could see through to the truth and believe the, the victims, I think that that's going to empower the quote-unquote average victim of sexual assault to find the fortitude, to find the strength, to speak out. It's really, it's definitely fucked up. They obviously referenced uh, how big Cosby used to be. I'm old enough to remember the Cosby show. I watch the Cosby show all the time. But it's it's becomes less surprising as time goes on, especially after the Harvey Weinstein thing and all that broke open. It's really not as weird as it was when we first heard about it, that Cosby was doing, you know, crazy shit, crazy despicable shit. The original Cosby Force Hour, if you will. Still got uh, Cosby bits coming up. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, the cry closet. I don't know if you heard about the cry closet. That's fucked up. But first, uh, more on the Cosby case. This is Andrea Constand, the woman whose sexual assault complaint against Bill Cosby brought down the man once known as America's dad. Finally, we can say women... My, my black doctor dad. ...are believed, and not only on hashtag me too, but in a court of law. Boy, Gloria Allred, man, she's got her fucking talking points down. She's, she's a pro at that shit. She's the only woman among more than 50 others whose case against Cosby has... By the way, I don't know if anybody's pointed this out or not. If you're watching the video on uh, patreon.com slash turnjesus420 or later somewhere else, if you're seeing this video, if you're not, go to Patreon. This woman that won the case, she's a very manly-looking woman. I mean, I mean that's... I can't... There's no other way to put it. She was like, They go into her history, I think, a little bit here. This video or the next video, I don't, I forget which one. I think it's this one. Basketball player, you know, all that stuff. I'm not saying, obviously, that she deserved to get sexually assaulted. I'm just pointing out she's a very manly-looking female. And it's just, you know, it's odd to me. I don't know why. Cosby, and he had a very specific, I guess, type of woman he wanted to go after and a very specific type of way, obviously, the, the drugs and the... 
the drugs and the drink and the you know the the passing out of the woman and the fingering and the sexually assaulting. That was a little better. Cosby, I used to have a dope ass fucking Cosby impression. Don't fuck, don't fucking at me, son. Has resulted in a conviction. I feel like my faith in humanity is restored. Constand and Cosby's story started more than 15 years ago in Philadelphia. She was 29 years old at the time and worked for the women's basketball team at Temple University. Cosby was the university's most famous alum and a trustee. They met at a basketball game in 2002. Constand grew up in Toronto, Canada. She was a star high school basketball player who had dreams of playing professionally. Over the next two years, the pair had a friendly relationship. In 2004, Constand says Cosby assaulted her at his Pennsylvania mansion after giving her three pills that left her frozen. He claims the sex was consensual. The pills, he later said, were Benadryl. Constand reported the attack to police a year later, but prosecutors decided not to charge Cosby at the time. She later... Yeah, it's not a... The chair's not the charging at the time. That's fucked up. It's not... It's not a very good defense for you to say, yeah, she was at my mansion, and yeah, she did take some pills, but she was there consensually, and she took some Benadryl. That's not... It's not much of a defense. That's some weak D. That's some weak D. If it was on the Temple B-Ball team, we wouldn't take that shit. We say that's some weak fucking D, Cosby. They filed a civil suit and got a settlement of over $3 million. Cosby's defense team used that to paint her as a scheming former lover. Andrea Constant made up these fantastical stories in order to get rich. A criminal investigation was reopened in 2015. We're here uh, because we want to seek the truth. At this point, more than 50 women had come forward with similar accusations of sexual misconduct. Many of these cases happened outside the 12-year statute of limitations. So Constand became the lone accuser who brought criminal charges. The jury came to their decision in just two days. We don't think Mr. Cosby's guilty of anything, and the fight is not over. Well, he's like 80 years old, so it's the fight's close to being over, I think it's safe to say. Um, you know, hey, good for her. Like they said, most of these, these things are outside the statute of limitations. A lot of these women were afraid to come forward for obvious reasons. He's a fucking powerful dude. Now he, he's still rich, he's, but he's, now he has no more power or anything. He's Now he's on his way to, uh, to death. No, what a fucking... I don't, I don't know. We've talked about this before. I think, I don't know if I, and obviously we'll never know really whether he knew this was wrong and he did it anyway and that's what he got off on or he really thought that giving this woman or these women pills, it was like, oh, we're having party time and well, she can't move, but that's okay. That's what she wanted. She wanted to, you know, like to be paralyzed here and for me to like do stuff to her while she couldn't move or participate or even be conscious of what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. We used to have a Cosby fucking uh, parody song. I'll try to find a parody song. Uh, I'm going to play some of this video. This is almost eight minute video. I don't think I played the whole thing, but it's another. It's from today's show, The Downfall of America's Dad. I'm going to play some of this video, and I'm going to go look for that parody song. It was fucking, oh, it was dope. It was one of our best parody songs ever. So uh, I'm going to go look for that.
Stern G Show. Uh, here's more Cosby shit. Be right back. At his height, Bill Cosby, one of the most famous and admired men on the planet. But now, after his stunning downfall, that legacy forever tarnished. In his heyday, Bill Cosby was America's dad. Dad's got a point, Mom. There you go. Thank you, son. Once a patriarch put on a pedestal. Mr. Cosby, you prepared to go to prison? Now, a pariah convicted of sexual assault. I actually feel sorry for the Wolfman. Now. Cosby rose to national prominence as a guest on The Tonight Show in 1963, becoming a TV star two years later on I Spy. A little luck and less talent could have gone in a gas chamber. The first black actor to star in a drama series. Fuck yeah, little update. I found the Bill Cosby parody song. We'll play it. Going into break. Fucking awesome, man. It was easy to find, too. Fucking shit's coming together, man. Shit's coming together. Coca-Cola. Cosby soon became one of the most sought-after pitchmen in the country. I want to be a bowl of jello pudding. <laughs> in the 70s, he created the Fat Albert cartoon series. Hey, hey, hey. And the Cosby Show debuted in 1984. At its peak, boasting an astonishing 70 million viewers. That's As nuts. the wholesome Dr. Cliff Huxtable, Cosby... 70 million. That's crazy fucking numbers. And you say, well, there was less to choose from and all that shit. But still, doesn't take away from the fact that when, like, when you make a Cosby show reference, you talk about the Cosby show, everybody knows what you're talking about. If you grew up in that era, because everybody watched the fucking Cosby show. ...came a moral authority, especially among black Americans who idolized him for breaking barriers. This is your neighborhood. Your children should be able to play right here. At its peak, Cosby's personal wealth was estimated to be upwards of $400 million. So wealthy and powerful, he tried to buy the NBC network from its owner in 1992. Cosby even endeared himself to a new generation as the host of Kids Say the Darndest Things in the Kids Say the Darndest Things. Are you going to get married? Yeah, but I didn't find her yet. But in nah, but I don't know, bitches. 2014, Cosby's public identity started to crumble. Yeah, it was great women, Bill Cosby, so... <laughs> Comedian Hannibal Burris called out Cosby for the sexual assault allegations that plagued him for years. Allegations he vehemently denied. One of the least make it weird for uh, <laughs> when you watch Cosby show <laughs> Soon, dozens of women would come forward with similar stories, and Cosby's career took hit after hit. NBC scrapping a planned project with Cosby. And more than a dozen universities he once supported, rescinding his honorary degrees. In the wake of Thursday's verdict, his alma mater, Temple University, where he had previously stepped down from the board of trustees, now considering the same course of action. And Bounce TV, one of the few channels still airing reruns of The Cosby Show, announcing Thursday it would immediately pull the program off the air. Damn. Damn, where am I going to get my Cosby Show now? Through it all, his Cosby Show co-stars trying to make sense of the shocking allegations. I truly believe you're innocent till proven guilty, and that's just not the man that I ever experienced. Today, generations are reconciling the ethical Dr. Huxtable with Cosby himself, 
his conviction now eclipsing his fame and fortune. It is a uh, it's a hard reconciliation because, you know, black kid growing up in Columbia, South Carolina in the 80s. I can tell you that, that Bill Cosby was my boyhood mentor. There was mm-hmm. no one bigger. Maybe Michael, but, but Bill Cosby was the guy. So watch it. Oh, that's a rough two examples. It's <laughs> two mentors. He's like, well, it was Bill Cosby. No, well, maybe Michael Jackson. No, no, it was Bill Cosby. <laughs> Throwing OJ, you got the fucking trifecta. This play out over the last few years for a lot of folks. Mm-hmm. It's very, very difficult. So wow. very, very difficult. Idolize Bill Cosby. We've got Kate in. Uh, Kate, you, I, look, I'll remember one thing. You sat with that group of 27 women, yeah. all who were accusing Bill Cosby in a room, and you stayed in touch with them, and they stayed in touch with each other. So what was their reaction? I have, and it verdict? was crazy yesterday, because I think a lot of them went into yesterday when they heard a verdict was coming. Everybody thought, oh, it's not going to be for us. Us. It's going to be another hung jury. That's what their worry was. And then when it when it was guilty on three counts, th- they started texting each other, crying. Why were they so surprised? Emotional. Do you think that it came? I think so a quick. lot of the people in that room said to me three years ago that they never thought this day would come. Yeah. They just didn't believe. You had Lily Bernard on last mm-hmm. hour. She never believed this would happen. Mm-hmm. They were stealing themselves. Yeah. It feels like for a disappointing yeah. verdict from their perspective. I mean, look, and and why? Because six months ago, nine, whatever it was. Yeah. There was a mistrial. There was a hung right. jury. This case was different. I mean, from a legal standpoint, you had other accusers who were yeah. permitted to mm-hmm. testify um, more than were permitted the first time. But it's a change in our culture. The culture had changed in this past year, right? How many stories have I sat here and told you with the Me Too movement, powerful men being accused? The judge was really clear, like, don't let things outside the courtroom come in and influence you. Mm-hmm. Just base this on the evidence. But I think all of us live in 2018. We've all, that jury included, we've all all heard right. what's happened talk, over the past year. What happens next? Three counts, they each yeah. come with a 10-year max on yeah. each. What is sentencing? What are we hearing? What could uh, it be? It, well, sentencing, sentencing won't happen for two or three months yeah. from now, but he faces a potential up to the rest of his life in prison. He's talk about, he's like a larger yeah. than life. The rest of his life, he's fucking old as shit. You've heard the phrase, old as dirt? Well, this motherfucker's older than dirt. Very old, very rapey dirt. Anyway, we're going to break. We're going to play our Cosby parody song later on. we got some more Cosby bits to round out hour two, the Cosby Force Hour. After the break, we're going to talk about the cry closet. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Damn. There we go. <laughs> got a quaalude in my throat. Talking about the cry closet. Coming up and then more with Cosby. As I said, uh, just really fucked up. If he does go to prison, he'll he'll die there, but I, I don't think he will. Like I said, he's old. He's going to say, oh, I'm I'm blind. And the judge will say, oh, well, you know, house arrest in your big mansion. Don't no more raping. No more raping, Dr. Cosby. You got to cut that shit. No more quaaludes, no more raping, no more unconscious sexual escapades. None of that. Stern did you show chapter one, verse 39. It's April 29th, two thousand. 18. Again, if you missed hour one, go check out stonerjesus.net. All information on the show is stonerjesus.net. If you want to see the video, only way you can see the full two-hour video, the full video of hour two, patreon.com slash stonerjesus420. And now, without further ado, our very dope Bill Cosby parody song. We'll be back, Dick Nuggets. Dick Nuggets. 
Yeah. Bill Cosby. Let's do this. Rape you. Rape you. Bill Cosby will. Rape you. And maybe rape you some more. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. Bill Cosby will drug you. Maybe do it again. Then he'll fuck you. Without your consent. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. His favorite method of banging means you won't know what's happening. You're unconscious so you can't say stop. He'll fuck you with a frozen pudding pop. You know anything about Spanish fly? Rape you. Rape you. Bill Cosby will. Rape you. And maybe rape you some more. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. He's raped. You're not the only one. Bill Cosby will rape you. 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 Bill Cosby will rape you. Don't rape me, Mr. Cosby. I'm sorry. The Stoner Jesus Show on CannabisRadio.com. Hello everyone, Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another awesome Stoner Jesus Show sponsor, Cannabis Seeds USA. Check out that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. Let me ask you a question. Do you live in a state where it's legal to grow? There's lots of them. There's dozens now, medical and recreational states. Do you need seeds? Do you need seeds shipped in the U.S.? Well, check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Click their banner on stonerjesus.net. They got indoor and outdoor seeds. They have tons of strains. They have hybrid they have sativa, they have indica, everything you need. OG Kush, Shower Diesel, Grape Ape, they got single seeds, they got packs. Click that Cannabis Seeds USA banner on stonerjesus.net. If you live in a legal state and you need seeds shipped in the U.S., you need to check out Cannabis Seeds USA. Go click their banner on stonerjesus.net and check them out. Cannabis Seeds USA. 
Hello, my children. Stoner Jesus here to tell you about another great sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show, NextBardo.com. Check out that headshot banner on StonerJesus.net. They don't have just glass. They have a full line of smoking products, including wood pipes, metal pipes, roll-your-own supplies, pouches, storage, grinders, dab rigs, water pipes, vaporizers, and more. An amazing variety. Check out NextBardo.com. That's N-E-X-T-B-A-R-D-O.com. Or simply click their banner on stonerjesus.net to check them out. There's free shipping on all domestic orders over $20. And free shipping and a free gift with orders over $50. They offer worldwide shipping. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. That's all one word, STONERJESUS, to get 10% off your first order at nextbardo.com. 21 and older, please. Click that headshot banner on stonerjesus.net. Make sure you use discount code STONERJESUS. Stoner Jesus, all one word, and get 10% off your first order at Next Bardo. Check them out, another awesome sponsor of the Stoner Jesus Show. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Cannabis Confidential with Dr. Dina. Candid. I want to give you the inside story. Captivating. I want to introduce you to my kind and amazingly talented friends. Compelling. We get to meet some of the most amazing cannabis activists and warriors around. Listen in as medical marijuana pioneer Dr. Dina shares never-before-heard stories, chats with cannabis insiders and celebrity friends, and provides invaluable perspective and insight into one of the fastest-growing industries in the world. I want to share with you what was once confidential information. Let's expose the truth, discuss the issues, and learn the facts. Cannabis Confidential, only on CannabisRadio.com. Learning the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Awaken, adjust, and aspire. High on Healthy. Mondays on Demand. Only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised.
Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It's Turn Jesus Show, Chapter 1, Verse 39. This is Hour 2. If you want the full video of Hour 2, patreon.com slash sternjesus420. Become a patron of the show, and that is how you become uh, a supporter and help us and get every chapter and verse version of the show. Full video, now in beautiful HD quality. It's really amazing. You see my graphics work, what hat I'm wearing, the videos and the stories that we're talking about, just all kinds of stuff going on. You're missing. You're just getting the audio version. Still, you're getting, I mean, you're getting my voice and the amazing things I'm saying, but, you know, there's more to it now. Now we're a video show. Yo, as you can see, hi everybody, patreon.com, slash Jesus 420 episodes, audio, all that stuff, uh, sponsor banners, go check them out, social media networks, all that at standardjesus.net. Now it is time for the cry closet. Now if you've heard about the cry closet, it's from the mirror in the UK. Cry closet installed a university for students who need some alone time. The University of Utah has had a cry closet installed for anyone in need of a soft moment alone to cry and reflect. So we scroll down. Well, there's the, if you're watching the video of the show, there's the cry closet itself. There's the outside of it. It looks very sad on its own. University has installed a cry closet for students who need somewhere to be private and sad. A small box popped up in the campus library. The University of Utah in the U.S. allows anyone stressed out to have somewhere to relax and calm down. The box of tears was dreamed up by university student and visual artist Nemo Miller, who understands university life can be a bit much. According to the rules posted on the closet door, the space is a safe space for stressed out students. And inside are soft and cuddly toys. Again, if you have the video version of the show, you can see that there. How very soft and cuddly they look. There's a time cap of 10 minutes. Only one person is allowed in at any one time. No sex in the cry closet. Also required is a knock before entering. Users are encouraged to talk about their experience using the hashtag cry closet U of U. I have to remember that one. Maybe I'll tag this show, cry closet U of U. I have a tweet there. So my school installed a cry closet. In the library, left my ass off with many O's. What is higher education? Uh, of course, the cry clause is essentially an art installation. Now, look, I get art. I get people cry. I cry. I've cried many times. If I need to cry about something, I'll fucking cry about it. There's, a, there's an underlying problem with all of this stuff that's been going on in, in universities. We talked about it before. It's a big, you know. It's a big thing a lot of people talk about. The, 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 well, many people have called it the pussification of America, the, push, the pussification of younger generation. Hence, the cry closet and, and the, the snowflake culture on, on campuses around, especially around the U.S., but other places, obviously, as well, U.K., Canada. This culture of not being tough about things. You know, it's a cliche to say, but it's a cliche for a reason. Life is fucking tough. 
Life is tough. You have to be ready for that. If you're going to survive in life, you have to have a certain amount of toughness. You can't be going in a fucking cry closet. You have to have a certain amount of toughness to face life or you're going to fail. You're going to fucking be crushed by the weight of it. It's too fucking much. Yeah, you need to cry sometimes. That's great. But this idea that we're, we're softening everyone up and just, we're teaching them that it's not, that it's, that toughness is not necessary. That's bullshit. You have to be, be able to be offended, upset, sad, depressed. All of those things will happen. They'll happen many times. You get through that shit. And yes, I know a lot of you are saying, well, it's easier said than done. Yeah, no shit. But that doesn't mean you don't have to do it. Just because something is easier said than done, just because something's tough, doesn't mean you don't have to do it. You still have to do it. It is easier said than done. You're right. Now do it. I said it. You do it. It's your fucking life. What do I give a shit? If you're tough or not. Fuck you. I don't care. If you are not, it doesn't fucking affect me. But I'm telling you that you're going to need to be. And there's going to come a time in your life where you're like, God damn, this is tough. I wish I was tougher. Is there anybody a human being on this planet who has never one time in, in their life said to themselves, fuck, shit, piss, motherfucker, cocksucker, and tits, I wish I was tougher for this, whatever I'm going through right now, for this. I wish I was tougher to do this shit. Fucking cry closet. Goddamn pansies. Buck up. You should have a fucking toughen up closet. You know, you put a heavy bag in there. So get in there and punch that fucking bag for 10 minutes, you goddamn pussy. Get tough. You punching the heavy bags tough? Life's going to kick you in the fucking nutsack. Even if you're a woman. Your nutsack's getting kicked too, honey. Right in the nutsack. <laughs> so that's the cry closet. Holy fucking shit. Going to get a break. Check out our sponsors on sternjesus.net. Keep spreading the word about sternjesus.net. All you motherfuckers are awesome. Everybody listens to the show. Checks out the live streams on Sunday nights on Twitter and Periscope at sternjesus420. All of that is the greatest shit Ever coming up, uh, you heard the uh, the Cosby uh, song earlier. We had some fun with St. Peter with Bill Cosby that produced two bits the Cosby Confession and the Cosby Lawyer Letter. We're gonna play those here coming up after the break. Thanks everybody for checking out the show. See you next week, of course, here on the Stern Jesus Show. And as always, thanks for listening and peace. Bitches! Whoops, that's the wrong one. Here we go. The Stoner Jesus Show yeah. on CannabisRadio.com The Stoner Jesus Show is brought to you in part by Hemptations.com and PlanetEverywhere.com they got a lot of awesome stuff for you to check out. But don't just take my word for it. Let Beach, the owner of Hemptations, Tell you all about it. It's a very large selection of hemp goods, everything from reusable coffee filters to frisbees, bandanas, everything planted everywhere on the site is made in Cincinnati, Ohio, made locally. We also have other retail products from our cosmetics, uh, earthly body product, bags on the retail site. You know, again, uh, anybody local in Cincinnati can go to hemptations.com and get the info on the stores. Planted everywhere is our .com is our retail site. You can 
can hit me up on Hemptation Beach or like my Facebook page, Hemptations or Hemptations 2. I'm on Twitter, Google, <laughs> I'm on the internet everywhere, just like everyone. Um, you know, we love to hear from people all over the world, positive things about industrial hemp. That's what I do. That's what we do. Largest selection of industrial hemp on the planet in the stores. And I'd like to grow that inventory to be able to say that I haven't actually checked out all the other hemp retail spots to see if we have the largest amount on our planet everywhere. But uh, it's a it's a fair it's a fair selection. And as Beach always says, having temptations. Have you heard of GreenGondetox.com? A team of pharmacists has collaborated for over two years to create a new solution for your cannabis detox needs. The only product designed by pharmacists to specifically support the elimination of cannabis metabolites found in urine. The product is called GreenGond, and our results have been absolutely incredible. All detox kits come with a money-back guarantee and free shipping. Get clean, get GreenGond. That's GreenGondetox.com. Use the discount code TRYIT to get 20% off your entire order. That's try it, all one word. Still not convinced? How about free overnight shipping when you spend $60 or more? That's GreenGondetox.com for your marijuana detox needs. Our mission is to discuss extraction, processing, business practices, and lessons learned with the established experts of the extraction process on Mission Supercritical, a service of Apex Supercritical, Mondays on demand, only on CannabisRadio.com. Educator, author, and advocate, Dr. Mitch Earlywine is here to tackle the burning issues. And I'm here to clear up the myths about cannabis and burn them away with science. CannabisRadio.com presents a no-holds-barred platform that seeks to redefine and revolutionize the entire scope of the cannabis culture while opening the door for more to join the cannabis crusade. Dr. Kevin Hill. You can't ignore the fact that, like alcohol, most people who use don't have a problem. So I think that you need to think about policy in that way while educating people properly about marijuana. I think that's the way to go. Burning Issues, only on CannabisRadio.com. The following CannabisRadio.com program contains explicit language and content that can be considered graphic and offensive. This program is not suitable for all audiences, and the opinions expressed do not reflect those of CannabisRadio.com, its staff, management, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back, everybody. Stoner Jesus Show Live. It's time now for what I feel may be a very important event in Stoner Jesus Show history. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen. I'm not exactly sure what St. Peter is, is going to say in this segment. He is in, ensconced in his little glass booth. You ready to go, Peter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm ready, Jesus. Let's do this. Right, well, as I said, I don't know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. You've said, you came to me a few days ago, you even tweeted it out, as you never do. Right. You have some sort of confession, you have something weighing on your on your mind and your soul. Yeah. 
something you want to get out. Would uh, would this happen to have anything to do with? Excuse me, with uh, with Chemo Suave and why he's hiding in the haunted house? No, no, it doesn't, Jesus. Will you get off of that already? Nothing happened between me okay, and Chemo okay, Suave, okay, motherfucker. Okay. That was my guess. That was my guess. Go ahead. Just fucking, just go ahead. Now you're now you're pissing me off, and uh, maybe I won't let you do it. Oh, Jesus Christ! Come on. Just just fucking just go. I'm gonna do it. Your very important confession. Yes. Saint Peter, go ahead. Well, Jesus, I thought that, uh, you know, in light of uh, recent things that have been in the news about a certain comedian, yes. you, know, you know what I'm talking about, uh, I thought this was the time for me to come forward and uh, talk about the time that I met uh, Bill Cosby. Mm. Uh, it was about, it was like 1985 or so, we were do- doing radio or, or whatever out in L.A., and I met Mr. Cosby, and a thing, you know, one thing uh, led to another, and we ended up back up in his room, we were going to you know, write some comedy bits together or whatever. And, uh, well, you know, he kind of, uh, well, I mean, this is, this is, this is really, right, 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 this right. is really hard for me to talk about Jesus, but he, uh, I saw him, uh, slip some roofies in my drink, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, you know, like, like, like he didn't think I was seeing, but you know me, Jesus, I take roofies, I take like 10 of them to come down from like a four day binge of like Coke and shit, so I'm, I'm pretty immune to that shit. In any case... Uh, he slipped the rupees in my drink, and I drank the drink, and it didn't do anything to me because, as I said, I got a, I got a pretty high tolerance for that shit, as you know. And then, then he, uh, well, eventually he got really, really tired, and he just kind of, you know, he kind of fell asleep on the couch. Uh, Mr. Cosby right. did. All right. So, and, uh, so he fell asleep. Right. Right. He so fell he asleep. asleep. So he fell asleep on the couch. So I guess what you're saying is Bill Cosby did not rape you. Is that your big confession? Will you just let me tell the fucking story, Jesus? Okay. Okay. Why are you okay, gonna fucking interrupt go. me all the time? God. I'm gonna go. Fucking Shut up. story. Anyway, uh, he was you know passed out there in his little robe, and uh, I don't know what happened, Jesus. I don't know what came over me, but uh, but I I pulled I, I kind of reached over and I pulled up his robe, and I like I, I pulled down like his little boxer shorts, his little plaid boxer shorts, and uh, oh my God, Jesus! I, I I raped beloved comedian Bill Cosby. Wow. I, I raped I raped Bill Cosby, Jesus. I stuck, wow. I stuck it right in his pooper, and I just fucked the crap out of him, Jesus. Literally. Literally, Jesus, I raped Bill Cosby. Peter, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you through the glass, and, uh, you know, all joking aside, I can see this is very, very Jesus, emotional what did I do? moment for you. Jesus. <clears throat> you take, you take, uh, take however much time you need. Bro, we're, we're, we're here for you. We're here for you, bro. That, was, that wasn't very good, Jesus. It's sarcastic. Get cheering up, but seriously, yeah. seriously, dude, okay. it's, it's all right, man. It's all right. All right, all right. You got it out there. It's out there now. You know, yeah. we can. I need to get it off my wow, chest. We can Jesus. all digest it. Yeah. Um. And I, I had to speak my mind. I was right in one sense. It was quite a historic, historic thing for the show. It was not what I was expecting at all. But there it is, St. Peter's Confession. Of, uh, of raping. Uh, at one time, uh, beloved uh, comedian Bill Cosby. Oh my God! What did I do? Star of the Cosby Show and stand-up legend. Do? I I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know where to go from here. I think I guess we got a break. Peter, it's, it's it's gonna be okay, Peter. It's gonna be okay. What did I do, Jesus? Um, Bill Cosby. Okay, we're gonna uh, we're gonna go to break. Stern Jesus Show Cosby. live. I gotta be honest, I'm shaking. Shaking, this whole thing is shaking me. We will soldier on. We will continue on. 
coming up. Why? Hey, hey, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, it's me, Peter. Um, and I'm calling you from an undisclosed uh, location, uh, which is definitely not the basement. Anyway, I got this, uh, I don't know if you remember Jesus, but a week or two ago, I made a confession on the show about about Bill Cosby. You know, everybody had been confessing, uh, you know, saying that Bill Cosby raped them. And, uh, well, you know, I'm not doing a rehash the whole fucking story, but, I, you know, Bill Cosby tried to slip some shit in my drink. We ranked some comedy bits together back in the 80s. Of course, you know, I'm immune to roofies. You know, I take those motherfuckers by the handful. Anyway, uh, he ended up passing out and, uh, you know, as, as I said on the, on the show before everybody, I ended up pulling down uh, Cosby's pants and, you know, giving him the old, uh, the old, uh, the old pooper shooter. You know what I'm saying? I put my, uh, put my dong in his, in his, in his back end, if you will. I well, basically, I raped, I raped Bill Cosby. You know, I got the fuck out of there before he could wake up. Well, anyway, I, uh, I told that story on the show and, uh, today I got this letter. You know, I never, I never get mail here, Jesus. I never get mail. They got this letter from this law firm. They say they're, they're Bill Cosby's law firm. It's a, hold on, hold on. Let me get it here. Uh, it's a law firm of, uh, of, uh, of, uh, what's that? What the fuck? I don't even know what those name, name names say. It's like Shecky, Shecky Myrtle and Justine. The law firm is Shecky Myrtle and Justine. I don't know, man. They sound like they mean business, Jesus. That's why I'm, uh, I'm hiding. I'm hiding. They says, uh, let me read it here. Hold on, Jesus. Hold on. Uh, we want you, uh, they want me to, uh, to, uh, quote, uh, cease and desist with my, uh, def- defamatory, defamatory, cease and desist with my defamatory comments about Mr. Cosby, or they are going to, uh, quote, sue my candy ass. It sounds, uh, I don't know, Jesus. This sounds, sounds serious. Fucking, fucking Shecky and Myrtle and Juice Dean are going to sue my candy ass, Jesus. I don't have any money. You know that. They're, 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 they're going to end up throwing me in prison because I don't have any money to give Bill Cosby. You know, I'm... I don't... I, don't, I, don't, uh, I mean, I don't know what to do, Jesus. I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm hiding. I mean, I don't know if... I don't know what the, uh, the statue of limitations is for raping Bill Cosby, but I don't want to get in trouble for that. I don't want to get in trouble for, like, my, my defamatory comments. I don't even know what that means, Jesus. Did I make defamatory comments about Bill Cosby? I have no idea. I don't know what that, that means. Oh, God, Jesus, I'm really scared. I'm really scared I'm going to stay down here for a while. I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to come up and do the show or whatever. I'm going to, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stay down here. I'm going to stay in my undisclosed location for a while, Jesus. I don't want to get sued. Bill Cosby's coming for me. Bill Cosby doesn't fuck around, Jesus. Bill Cosby does not fuck around. <laughs>